This is the scene. The courtroom's double doors swing open and head stern, eyes drawn instinctively toward the source of the unexpected entrance. There, two feet in pink sparkly high heels step in with poise. They belong to a blonde woman, wrapped in a matching pink dress and a pink bag. She walks in confidently, the click of her heels resonating through the room, a splash of color in a sea of somber navy black suits. It's none other than Elle Woods, and one thing about her, she knows how to make an entrance. When she reaches the top of the room where her professor Callahan sits, Elle tells him, Excuse you, you're in my way. For the past hour or so, the audience has watched Elle trade her life of luxury and privilege in Southern California for the cold, drafty halls of Harvard University, all in pursuit of her ex-boyfriend, Warner. In a bid to steal him back, Elle tries to prove her intelligence by working hard and being kind to others, but Harvard has proven to be a much more hostile place than California. Defending a former sorority sister, Brooke, in a murder trial, Elle is viewed as out of depth in the cutthroat world of law. After facing much adversity for most of the movie, she nearly quits. But here, she's back, ready to face the courtroom's judgment head on. Welcome back to A Love Letter 2. For those tuning in for the first time, I'm your host, Daniela Lavario, and I'm a huge fan of fashion. But what I love the most is when clothes tell a story. Nowhere is that more evident than in film and TV. If you like what you hear, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A Love Letter 2 Podcast. Last episode, we spoke about Catherine Graham's golden caftan in the movie The Post, a garment that proved that power and femininity can coexist in equal measure. This week, we're going to be talking about someone similar, a favorite by girlies all around the world, Elle Woods. Of course, this episode is going to contain spoilers for Legally Blonde, so if for some reason you still haven't seen it, do watch the film before coming back here. Elle Woods is the iconic heroine of Legally Blonde, a Gemini, vegetarian, president of her sorority, homecoming queen, and a Zeta Lambda Nu sweetheart whose journey into Harvard Law School has captivated audience for 20 years. In a world that expected her to conform, Elle dared to retain her femininity while conquering the hallowed halls of Harvard. And boy, did she succeed. From the bend and snap to taking on challenging cases, Elle Woods became a symbol of breaking stereotypes and proving that you can be brilliant, fashionable, and legally savvy. So grab your pink legal pad and join me as we delve into the fabulous wardrobe of Elle Woods and the cultural impact of Legally Blonde over the last 20 years. For those who haven't seen, and for those who might have forgotten it, Legally Blonde is the story of a girl who, against all odds, turns a pursuit of love into a journey of self-discovery, strength, and triumph. Elle Woods, a blonde bombshell leading a life of luxury and privilege in Southern California, has it all, or so it seems. As president of her sorority, she expects her romantic date with her handsome boyfriend Warner to end with a proposal. But in a surprising turn of events, it becomes a breakup. 
Warner, with aspirations for Harvard Law School, declares that L is not serious enough for his new life, that he's looking for a Jackie, not a Marilyn. Heartbroken, L decides to do the unexpected, apply to Harvard Law School herself. Against the odds, and thanks to her iconic video essay, Elle secures admission to Harvard. Little does she know that her former love, Warner, has moved on and gotten engaged to Vivian, her complete opposite. She's a brunette with a bob, she wears cardigans and pearls, and she's totally serious. Undeterred, Elle embarks on a mission to win him back, vowing to prove her intelligence and worth through hard work and kindness. But the hostile environment of Harvard proves to be more challenging than the sunny streets of California, leaving Elle feeling lonely and isolated. In her pursuit of belonging, Elle finds an unexpected ally in a local beauty parlor. Her manicurist Paulette becomes not only a confidant, but also a crucial support system. Through facing adversity and overcoming challenges, Elle starts to prove her worth, eventually earning a prestigious internship alongside Warner and Vivian. But the real test comes when she defends a former sorority sister, Brooke, in a murder trial. Throughout the movie, Elle is constantly underestimated by her peers, but with the support of Brooke and Emmett, an associate at the law firm, Elle uses her feminine knowledge and intuition to win the case. By the end, Elle transforms into an honor student, turns down Warner for being a complete bonehead, and gets engaged to Emmett, someone who believed in her abilities from the start. What starts as a pursuit of love evolves into a powerful narrative of resilience, courage, and self-belief. Elle Woods, initially perceived as the girly girl out of place, emerges as a symbol of strength and determination, challenging stereotypes and proving that intelligence knows no image or background. Now, let's get to the important part, the clothes. Color is a very important device in this film. Color here is a tool, a visual language that speaks to the underlying themes of the movie. From the moment we meet Elle Woods, everything about her is defined by color. Her hair, her wardrobe, even her surroundings all serve as a canvas for the filmmakers to communicate various themes. And one of the primary objectives of color in Legally Blonde is to represent the battle between feminine and masculine power. Elle embodies the ultimate manifestation of femininity, and this is evident from the very beginning. Elle's life in California is a burst of exaggerated femininity, from communal pink shower rooms to the unwavering support of her sorority sisters. It sets the stage for what seems like a protective female utopia. But as Elle ventures into the hallowed halls of Harvard, a clash of colors ensues. Her appearance, still adorned in caricatural feminine attire, starkly contrasts with the predominantly black and navy colors employed by her peers and professors. The use of pink and navy reflects traditional notions of femininity and masculinity. This deliberate choice not only visually sets Elle apart, but it also mirrors the societal struggle between feminine and masculine power. The film further explores the masculine-feminine divide through the shapes of clothing worn by the characters. 
Elle, embracing feminine and flattering shapes, stands in contrast to her peers who often opt for masculine styles, characterized by strong shoulder pads and collared shirts. Legally Blonde suggests that in order to be taken seriously, one must either adopt a masculine appearance or at the very least present oneself in a non-binary way. Color, therefore, becomes a powerful tool serving as a magnifying glass through which we can analyze the film's feminist overtones. Elle Woods, with her pink world in a sea of navy, becomes a living, breathing statement challenging traditional norms. But more than that, Elle's affinity for pink isn't just a visual choice, it's a deliberate character trait. Her overt femininity becomes a strategic cloak, allowing her intelligence and hard work to evolve unnoticed by her peers who may be distracted by appearances. In essence, Elle exists at the extreme ends of visibility and invisibility. Pink, often considered the ultimate female color, carries societal connotations of femininity, delicacy, and passivity. On the other hand, black, frequently associated with power, strength, and intelligence, is a staple in office wear. The students surrounding Elle at Harvard, dressed in muted colors, adhere to the traditional notion that these colors command respect and seriousness. Elle's declaration of pink as her signature color isn't just a fashion statement. It sets her up with all the stereotypically inferior feminine attributes. Feminine attributes can be viewed as the likes of compassion, empathy, nurturance, and sensitivity. These characteristics are generally seen as synonymous with fragility, and they're often looked over when we think of traditional representations of strong characters, both female and male. But the brilliance lies in the film's progression as it systematically dismantles these stereotypes over time. It uses this stereotype to create a character who is wholly compassionate and sensitive. Compassion appears to have no place in Harvard, and we see this from the very beginning when Professor Stromwell references the quote, The law is reason free from passion. The message is that in order to be seen as professional and serious at Harvard, you'd have to sacrifice feminine attributes that weaken you. Elle, played brilliantly by Reese Witherspoon, maintains an extraordinary level of compassion throughout the film. Even in situations where her empathy might seem unconventional, like when she protects Brooke's alibi for having liposuction during the murder, Elle demonstrates that compassion is far from a weakness. Instead, it becomes a tool for problem-solving devoid of pain or judgment. Elle prioritizes her client's reputation over her own. This selfless trait, one could argue, is a quality befitting any lawyer. Elle's choices to embrace compassion over animosity become pivotal in earning the respect of her peers and professors. Individuals like David and Emmett step forward to aid her in the solo representation of the case, recognizing the genuine compassion that Elle brings to her work. Feminist ideologies play a huge part in this movie, and I think I'd miss a trick not to mention its role in the plot as well as in Elle's wardrobe. Essentially, the tension here is between second-wave feminism and post-feminism ideologies. 
Second wave feminism sought equality by rejecting stereotypical feminine symbols, and post-feminism argues that embracing one's femininity doesn't diminish female independence and power. While second wave feminism might have rejected stereotypical feminine colors as symbols of inequality, Elle embraces her femininity boldly. Elle, as a fashion-forward and unapologetically feminine law student at Harvard, defies the expectations of her peers, and her wardrobe, often vividly pink, challenges the norm at Harvard, where the surroundings are often more masculine. Which brings us to the pivotal courtroom scene. Elle showing up in a hot pink dress and matching shoes and bag as she represents the defendant, her sorority sister Brooke Wyndham on her own, is a huge statement. We've seen Elle twist herself into a pretzel trying to follow the rules of Harvard Law, societal or otherwise. Up until she was harassed by Callahan, she'd been wearing more navies and more blazers. In trying to prove herself, she momentarily tones down her distinctive femininity, swapping sequins for darker, more conventional attire. But it becomes clear that Elle's confidence is intrinsically linked to her comfort in her own clothes. She reclaims her power by entering the courtroom in a striking all-pink ensemble and proves that clothing choices don't limit one's capabilities. Her win in the courtroom challenges the notion that femininity is restricted to superficial markers like high heels and frilly dresses. Taking it back to feminist ideologies, her story reflects post-feminism's emphasis on personal choice, authenticity, and self-empowerment. Elle embodies the idea that embracing one's femininity doesn't compromise strength or independence. Elle Wood's pink wardrobe has had an enduring legacy for the past 20 years. Despite the movie's undeniable association with pink, it wasn't the obvious choice at first. Sofia Derakov, the film's costume designer, considered blues and purples, even lavender, because they thought that pink would be too on the nose. But a visit to sororities during research made it clear pink was the way to go. As Sophia describes it, Legally Blonde is an alternative reality, a pastiche that blends high style, femininity, and womanhood into an over-the-top cocktail. And as 2000's fashion experiences a revival, Legally Blonde has definitely become a significant source of inspiration, from Kim Kardashian's Elle Woods Halloween costume in 2019 to Ariana Grande's Thank You Next music video. Legally Blonde created trends that were ahead of their time. Vintage pieces, thrifted finds, and unique styling choices all contributed to the creation of Elle Woods. The magic lies not just in the details we know, but in the details lost to time. Elle Woods' spirit transcends logos and name brands. It's about a style that requires no label to be identified and emulated. So whether it's the iconic silver Tiffany's heart charm necklace, which I still want many years after I've first seen the film, or the Bottega bags and scarves tied on bags, Elle's influence goes beyond the tangible. It's a spirit that continues to inspire fashion enthusiasts even 20 years later. And that wraps up this episode of A Love Letter 2. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of Elle Woods and the enduring legacy of her fabulous pink wardrobe. 
If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. It truly means the world to us. And for our fashion enthusiasts, stay connected with us on Instagram and TikTok at a love letter to podcast for more behind the scenes content and other updates. Okay, bye for now.